Hi, my name's Lee Cummins and welcome to the Connect Her podcast. This is a podcast where we share inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. We'll also be interviewing thought leaders as well as go-getters and real business owners. Don't forget too, we'll be giving you some great tips, tools and strategies for the motivated lady boss. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to episode 50 of the Connect Her podcast. My name is Lee Cummins and I am your host today. How exciting that we have hit episode 50 and this episode is brought to you by our preferred supplier of our Gratitude Connect cards. Now this is a fantastic company because it allows you the opportunity to send beautiful greeting cards from an app or your computer of choice. It's simple to use. It's also really, really convenient. You are able to upload your own photos, your own logos, as well as your own handwriting. Now, I've been using this system for almost 10 years now, and it is a great way to be able to send appreciation and gratitude to my clients, customers, and of course now, my gorgeous Connect Her leaders. If you'd like to find out more about our preferred supplier of our gratitude cards simply go to bit.ly dot no let's start again it's bit.ly forward slash ch card app that is bit.ly forward slash ch card app i eventually got there which is great so today's episode we are talking about working from home and there are some challenges around that so we're going to be looking at the challenges that come about from working from home and then we're also going to look at some fantastic opportunities of rectifying that and ways that you can actually work really really well from home. Now I've been working from a home office now for over 20 years. I started off where I was working from a home office because the company I worked for they were on one side of Australia and I was on the other side of Australia. Now of course these days we've got all the fantastic tools that we have with technology to work from home. Things like Uh, Zoom video calls, there's Skype. Uh, Skype was a little, it wasn't even around back then actually. It um, sort of came more into the forefront, you know, probably about 10 or 15 years ago. So I had to really become disciplined and I found some really good tips that made me more successful in being able to work from home. And I'm going to share with those tips with you today and there's 10 of them and they're pretty simple they're pretty easy and they're very very worthwhile taking up as a way to be able to really identify a way of being able to do the best that you can working from home so what are some of the things that can be a hindrance to us or can be difficult when we work from home and I've got five of these I find that working from home not having a dedicated space or a dedicated area can be really difficult now I have heard of business women that have been so creative in creating a space just for themselves for their business 
and one lady, they moved house and her husband ended up converting their laundry into her home office and creating like a European laundry inside that so that um, she still had some dedicated space away from the family that she was able to focus on and she was able to get uh, her work done in her business. Now another lady, um, she had some stepchildren that came to live with her and she had to give up what was a bedroom and she had been using it as a home office. She ended up having to give that up. So her dedicated space became a desk on the far wall in her bedroom in the marital bedroom but it gave her the opportunity to be able to close the door and get some work done and have some dedicated space and gosh aren't we women so creative and really we look outside the the square so that we can find a way to be able to craft out some good working area for ourselves so a dedicated area is I think primary in being able to be successful in working from home number two is people not understanding that you are working now it's really easy for people to you know knock on the door just saw your car in the in the driveway and thought I'd pop in for a cup of coffee and they just don't understand that Yes, I'm working from home, I have a business and that business means that I have to work because if I don't work in it, I'm not making any money. So when people don't understand that you are working, they sometimes think that it's okay to just pop in for a quick uh, cuppa or, you know, pop in for a quick gossip or a quick chat. So that can be challenging. Number three is... Your business can be seen as a hobby or a little bit of a side gig because you're not going into a dedicated location because you are working from home. And that means that sometimes your business isn't taken seriously because you are working from a home office. Number four is interruptions. And I break these interruptions into two areas. There's environmental and there's self-imposed. Now environmental interruptions are things like the phone ringing, um, the real estate agent knocking on the door to see if he can do a home appraisal, you know those types of things that they just happen. I tend to not answer the door but uh, I'll get to that. There is also um, the self-imposed interruptions and these are things like you say to yourself I'll just quickly put a load of washing on I'll just quickly go and do the washing or I'll just quickly do xyz so they're self-imposed now also environmental I throw into there as well things like hubby saying if you get time today do you think you could go down to pick up my dry cleaning or could you go and put some fuel in the car or whatever the case may be and so they come under um, extenuating interruptions which are environmental. Number five is added pressures to succeed. I think when we particularly business women have a home-based business we're working from home I think we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves to succeed so that we are putting more money in the 
in the coffers of the family that we are not seen as being serious. So we, we put added pressures on ourselves. I think we do that a lot. And, um, and those are the five areas that I believe can create some, some, a little bit of stress around working from home. So let's take a quick message from our sponsors and then we're going to come back with my 10 tips and what I've done over the last 20 plus years to work from home effectively. So stay tuned. Connect Her Connectors offer business women a fabulous place to connect. It helps expand your knowledge, increase your social capital and develop your circle of influence. You can enjoy all of this at our events. You can build community, alliances, friendships, gain support from others and be inspired. There really is true magic when women come together to support each other. Connect Her have a vision of 1000 connections. If you'd like to be part of that magic, visit our website www.connecther.com.au Was your curiosity piqued by our 1000 connections with Connect Her? If you'd like to be part of the magic, we would love to connect with you. So pop on over to our website connecther.com.au and have a look around find out more and don't forget too that you can also connect with us and find out more about becoming a leader or maybe attending one of our fabulous Connect Her events. So I'm going to share with you 10 of my uh, top tips in how to effectively work from home in a home office. Now as I said I have been working from a home office for over 20 years and I have come up against some big problems but I have also found that these 10 ways are really good ways to be able to keep you focused and keep you working from home feeling happy making sure that everything's working well and you're not putting yourself under that added pressure to succeed because you are taking your business seriously by doing these 10 things so number one is have a plan. Start off the day with a plan. Have a complete list of all the things that you want to get done in your business. Also, I have a separate list, which is like my personal to-do list. It's things like, yes, I want to get a load of washing done, or I want to change the sheets, or I want to do the bath towels, or whatever the case may be. And I'll make sure that I have that planned into my planner. So number one is every day have a plan, have a to-do list and use a planner if need be but just making sure that you know what you want to achieve for that day and you are less likely to let interruptions come into your day if you've got that happening. Now number two Number two is I like to use, uh, and my choice is Dropbox, but putting things in the cloud. It means that if I do happen to go out to a meeting and I've got a little bit of time spare, I can access my Dropbox and I can continue to work. 
I also, in my business, use a VA and I drop things into the Dropbox and get her to um, work on that and I know that when she's updated it. So that's also a fantastic way of being able to use the cloud. It also means that if I happen to go out, I don't have to worry because my files are with me no matter where I go. Number three. And this is an important one and it is a little bit hard sometimes to draw the line and tell people, but it is don't let friends just stop over for a coffee. Now, I know that that is sometimes really hard to politely just say to them, I'm working or I'm sorry, but I can't see you. It'll have to be over the weekend. That's going to be better. But you really do need to set some boundaries around when people can drop in. Now, I always, um, well, I shouldn't say always, the majority of the time, I make sure that I put my car in the driveway so that people don't know whether I'm home or not. You can always book time in in the morning or, you know, as a lunch break or something that they can call in. But... I generally try not to have any friends come over during office hours. It means that I am really focused on what I want to get done on my list for the day. Number four, and I probably should have made this number one, but I have done this forever. And that is that I get dressed like I'm going to an office. So... I actually have a little routine that I do and that is um, in the morning I'll zip in before my shower and I'll turn my computer on. I turn it on, let it go through any updates, things like that and I'll generally also jump into the emails. I don't look at anything, I just turn that on so it's all ready when I get down to the office. I then go and have my shower, I dress not necessarily completely in office wear, but I make sure that I'm, you know, dressed that my brain knows that I'm at work. I also do my hair and I put on a full face of makeup and perfume. Now, why do I do that? I do it so that my subconscious knows that I am in work mode. Getting dressed and doing that makes a home office and working from home more real, more business related. And it also is an opportunity for you to be able to get your mind into that business mindset. When you're on the phone, um, you, are, you have more of a professional voice because you're your subconscious is saying I'm at work. The flow happens as well. Um, and I just find that sitting and working in an office environment or your home office environment dressed as though you are going to business means that you are looking, you know, really like like you want to be part of it. So that is super important. Um, I also make sure too that... Uh, you know, if I've got to do a Zoom call or something like that, that I'm actually made up. I don't have to go, oh, excuse me, while I just go and have a shower because I haven't had a shower for, 
you know, the last eight hours and I'm still in my pyjamas, I'm ready for work. So that is, um, that I have to say is probably the one of the most important steps in all of this. Number five is to just Try and get out of the house um, at some point during your week. It's What it does is it helps you to refocus. It helps with your creativity. If I'm in a real block, we've got a lovely park across the road and I'll actually take my laptop um, and my little personal hotspot and I'll go and sit in the park. They've got a, a table and some chairs there and I'll go and sit there for half an hour just to get a little bit of vitamin D, some fresh air into my lungs. And I have to say it really does help with, with creativity. Also, you might want to, if you're feeling a bit lonely, if you're finding that, um, you know, it's it's lack of eye uh, contact, Go to a coffee shop and work from a coffee shop for a couple of hours. I tell you what, things like, you know, recording a podcast, I'm not going to be able to do that at a coffee shop, but there's certainly other things that I can do. And so I'll get out of the house and, and go and sit at the local coffee shop, even if it's just for an hour, just to, to refresh and revitalize me and what I'm doing. Number six, this is an imperative part of working well in a home office and that is being clear on your working hours and set your working hours. So my working hours are generally from around eight o'clock in the morning until six o'clock at night. That's when I'm working. Now when I say that I may have blocked out time to go and do that load of washing or I might have blocked out some time to go to a doctor's appointment or whatever the case may be but I have clear working hours. And when you do that too, it also, again, tricks your subconscious into your working hours. Remember when you used to work in an office or you used to work for an employee, uh, employer and you'd look at the clock and you'd see it ticking down to a certain amount of time and that you knew that you could stop then? It's got the same... Uh, it's got the same um, impact when you're working from a home office. Rightio. Number seven, and this is a bit of a sneaky one, but I pretend that I'm not home. Yes, I know it's a little bit sneaky, but I am then not tempted to answer the door. If somebody knocks, I don't answer it. Unless I know that somebody's definitely coming to see me and they've got an appointment. But, you know, the, you've always, always got um, real estate agents that are knocking on your door wanting to do a free home appraisal or you've got somebody wanting to sell you solar or whatever the case may be. I just really get annoyed that people are knocking on my home door during business hours and so I just don't answer the door and it's a little bit sneaky but I also make sure nine times out of ten that my car is in the garage. Now we had a situation at home where um, we couldn't put my car in the garage for a little while and it was hard for people that you know they knew that I was home because my car was sitting out there so now I have got my car back in the garage and I can hide out and pretend that I am not home. Now, number eight, number eight is 
Be strategic when you are planning your appointments. Now, what I do is I plan all my appointments to be in the morning. I try and make as many as I possibly can in the morning and I then set a time that I'm going to be back working in my office. I'll give you an example. This morning, I really needed to go and get some food in for the cupboard, you know, in the fridge. I also had to go and do a couple of errands, go up to the post box, buy some stamps, blah, blah, blah. So um, I left at eight o'clock, which is normally when I would start at uh, my office. And I made sure that I was home by 11.30. All my shopping was packed away and that I was back at my desk. So that meant... Um, I actually blitzed it because I thought I'll make sure by 11.30 I'm back working. Now to me that was three and a half hours out of my business which I really didn't want to do. So what I did was I set myself a goal of having everything finished by 11.30. I blitzed it and I was back working at my desk by 10.30. So that's um, planning to go and do things that are those interruptions but they're planned interruptions. The other thing is if I'm going to a networking event, if I'm meeting somebody for a business meeting, if I'm doing a coffee catch-up, any of those sort of things, I plan those to be in the morning. I generally try not to make any appointments after midday and into the afternoon. I make sure that as many appointments as possible are first thing in the morning. Now, what this does, it does help to minimize my disruptions for work. It helps me to stay focused on what I am doing from the time that I am back in the office. So I'm not getting started and then stopping and then heading off and then coming back and starting I personally find that really challenging. So I make sure that I plan as much as possible in the morning. Number nine. Now, if anybody has got any tips on how to do this effectively, please, please, please leave some comments in the uh, podcast blog on um, connecther.com.au forward slash podcast under episode 50. And that is staying out of the kitchen oh my gosh it is so tempting to open the fridge every half hour or every 20 minutes you look in there because you think that you're going to find a huge amount of inspiration or you look in there because you think you're going to find how to pick up the phone and not have it feel like concrete or you head over to the pantry and you have a sniff around what's there and it can be really really tough to stay out of the kitchen you do need a whole lot of discipline and you also have to have a discipline of wanting to get things done and as crazy as this sounds I actually set myself a task and I say I am going to finish this task and I'm not going to go to the kitchen and get a drink I'm not going to go to the bathroom I'm going to keep working through until this task is done I also have um, a stainless steel bottle 
in the office and I fill it with my drink and uh, I have a lid on it and I use that um, constantly and I so that I avoid going out to the fridge. The other thing that I also do is I have um, a stainless steel like thermos for my coffee and I'll make my coffee and I keep it in that so it stays nice and hot and I'm not tempted to go out into the kitchen yet again. So you really do have to be disciplined. But let me tell you, if anybody has got any tips on that, I would love to hear them. So um, staying out of the kitchen. Finally, number 10, and that is have an area or an office that is comfy, it feels good to you, and you feel good about being in there. You want to make sure that the lighting is good, that you have a comfy chair. It has to be a comfortable business chair because if it's not, you will find a reason to go to the kitchen You'll find a reason to go for a walk. You'll find a reason to go and put the washing out or whatever the case may be. So you want to make sure that um, everything that you need, including you know storage facilities. Uh, in my office, I have got my green screen set up for when I do my Zoom calls and videos. I've got my um, podcast area all set up with my microphone and everything that I need I've got everything for when I go out to networking events I've got that set up as well I also have and you probably heard a little groan just then I have one dog that loves to sit under my feet and it drives me insane so I've actually got a space dedicated for little Reggie and He's actually got his own mat and he sits in the office and he can take a little um, snooze. He's not sitting under my feet and he's not out barking either. So I've created um, an office, although it's messy at times, it suits me. It's got my green screen. It's got my um, portable table that I can move around if I want to do videos. It's got my podcast area. It's got all, um, you know, all the nice stuff that I want. So that is finally number 10. And that is having a fabulous place that you can call your office that is comfortable. I hope those uh, tips, those 10 tips helped you. They certainly have helped me over the last 20 years. If you've got any added tips or anything that you would like to share around this podcast, which is episode 50, working at home and working from home, please do leave a comment in uh, on our podcast, which is connecther.com.au forward slash podcast. Or alternatively, um, you can leave us a message as well on that same page. Don't forget too to keep popping in your ways that we can connect with you and uh, we will read them out and give you a shout out on an up and coming podcast. So don't forget Facebook page or your website. We'd love to give you a shout out. Until next time, please do stay connected and have a fabulous, fabulous week.